0: Welcome to the channel. Ladies and gentlemen, Coriander, Killian, it's time to talk about the classic, the classic Mad Max starring Mel Gibson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. All right. We, we've returned back. We've returned back. Um, as we always do, just to give our viewers a sense of where we're going with things, to give them a quick little take. Let's just have you guys, give me a quick take. When I say Mad Max, what comes to your mind when you think of this movie? I'll start with you, Coriander, and then we'll go to Killian. Uh,
1: I think of that armored plated muscle car, man. And the, mm-hmm. the uh, I guess you want to say the turbo powered revenge that he goes on.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. How about
2: you, Kill? man i was gonna say that (laughs) no (laughs) No, um no just just the um a a very basic storyline sort of the same way you could look at like john wick but so complex and then you wrap the whole post-apocalyptic vibe or at least this movie on the verge of post-apocalypse it's it's very interesting that the time period this one's in because it's sort of there's teetering and um just young mel gibson man they're they're
0: still trying to hold on to civilization
2: yes they are yeah and it's very interesting because you normally don't see movies at this point in it you're either in the good portion or you're in the leather spike portion (laughs) and and, and
0: suspenders right right (laughs) Uh, that's a good point because you know and and you just said that and it just came to my my mind this is very unique in that sense because this is right in between this is right before Mm -hmm. the total fall and what's also interesting is that the way that the movie is set up you don't get a full sense of how how close it is to that edge and also how far, far it came from civilization you're totally out of the loop you know you just because the movie just starts right off and we're on we're on the road and we're doing what we got to do so it's really interesting that way i never really thought of it like that way um
2: yeah
0: but it's a great film it's a classic movie um it never gets old and and all these years later the movie is 40 years old it still has a uniqueness to it it started You know, or I should say, it it truly popularized this subgenre, this post apocalyptic sci fi action uh, subgenre. And I don't think any film has really matched the level uh, that this movie hit. So, anyways, we're going to get finished getting set up. So, for you guys watching the replay, sit back, relax, enjoy this classic review of this classic movie, Mad Max. You know what time it is
1: believe in heroes anymore. Well, damn them. You and me, Max. We're gonna give them back their heroes. In the not too distant future, there will only be madmen and the main force patrol. 600 horses of fuel-injected vengeance. Mad Max, the maximum force of the future.
0: My word. trailers they always get you going man the voiceover and the music you know that in the not I too distant mean, like, future <laughs> right you know it's like it really pumps you up and but you know the great thing about it is that this movie gives you the payoff like it you know yeah, it some trailers they really fool you and then you watch the movie and you're like oh man this but the, but it did not fool you it really gave you that 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 feeling that you're watching something from a different time, you don't know exactly the time. I mean, there are hints in the movie. I think we'll talk about that a little later. But yeah, this movie is who. But anyways. All right. Let's get this thing going. All right, kill. I'll start with you. What do we got? Let's let's talk about some of the high points, a little bit of the story, because this thing starts right off in the middle of action.
2: Okay, well, I I think I I can speak for coriander too because I think she's also a gearhead. You got badass cars, man. You got the open road. I mean, you know, you got right. the black on black. You got the horsepower. I mean, you have all of that. You have also a cop movie. You know, right? You have it. You have an action movie, and you have post apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sci-fi mixed in it, so it's like a beautiful right. mat- mix mosh of a little bit of everything. That's just awesome, and also mm-hmm. the way that it's directed and filmed, it feels so visceral, so just gritty, and just mm-hmm. it, even even I would say in a good way, unpolished and in a yeah, good right, way. Right. You know, um yeah. and, and I'm I'm sure we'll we'll get to some of the you know behind the scenes of how it was made and so forth, mm-hmm. but I mean just car car combat, car racing, car action violence mm-hmm. i mean is it, this this movie is amazing you oh, guys know it what, uh, yeah what uh, more can absolutely. you ask for and of course mel gibson right you know like he's a handsome dude he's our he's our protagonist pants. Yeah. i mean you know hey <laughs> it doesn't do much for me but i get it you know uh,
0: right.
2: <laughs> right so yeah man yeah
0: i mean and the movie the movie starts off with A chase, like you're already right in the middle of it. And Mm -hmm. they're just kind of going through the motions and and Coriander, I'll I'll, I'll bring it to you. But it starts off with uh, the Knight Rider, whose name I didn't know at first until we had done research on it a while back. But Crawford Montezano, um, known as the Knight Rider, he basically is being chased by the cops so what did I'll to you, Coriander. So what did you, you, Anderson, what did you think of, of the opening scene? How that all played out?
1: Oh, I mean, the opening scene alone—if mm-hmm. it doesn't draw you in, I, I don't know what would. I mean, right. it's so good, and I mean, like you said, these people were really doing these scenes and driving this fast, and it—it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh, it, it makes the movie that much better. And that scene with the baby. Right in the middle of the road, like you were saying, how the hell did they do that? Because I don't know. This movie is just, yeah, it's just so freaking good, man. From start to finish.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and they did, um, you know, a lot of the stunts, it was illegal what they were doing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, They (laughs) were
0: were trying to find stretches of road in Australia where there was no one around, no cops and so forth. And, And George Miller You know, credit to George Miller, who um, he raised the money working in a hospital. The movie cost three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So he was working his ass off. Um, He he cut he made shortcuts wherever he could. Um, Even the biker gang, a lot of the biker gang, they were real bikers and uh, they were paid. They were paid by giving them beer and and stuff like that. So, (laughs) you know, he made all these shortcuts but mm-hmm. the thing of it is, is that it actually, like you were saying, Kill, it really made it unpolished and felt almost realistic. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But um, I'll I'll throw it back to you, Kill. You know, in that opening scene, like Coriander was saying, it's like it really draws you in, and some of the the stunt work. You know, you got the baby yeah, walking in the middle of the road. Yeah. What were you thinking when you saw the opening? Well, you, you know, you know,
2: it's interesting, and we all know this feeling that i'm gonna bring up when you're watching a scene in a movie and you're like all right it's almost going a little too long and i love it mm-hmm. because normal hollywood right. movies the chase sequence is kind of short george miller's like no 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 i love cars and this that's mm-hmm. that's a main part of this so it goes on pretty long mm-hmm. and it's yeah, like right. oh man and, and I realize it every time I watch this movie and I'm like damn this is long but I'm like that's mm-hmm. good I like that it's, it's it's kind of bucking my expectation because I'm so used to quick right. short little quick cuts of you know well manicured and polished race scenes or, or chase sequences mm-hmm. and the one thing I love about this movie and it also kind of shows you a little bit of the mental of uh max max is sitting and he's kind of like salivating he's waiting he's like he he, he's like you know it's like he's not afraid of it in any way shape or form he's just waiting to get into the ring he's like that wrestler's like tag me in bro i'm ready for this i'm ready for this so that already shows that max is not that he's already a little unhinged but he's kind of a, an adrenaline junkie a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's or, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's ready to rock, yeah. especially when it comes to like car st- vehicular combat, I'll say like that. And I just right. love it the way that they keep showing him. They show like you know the white knuckles and he's just kind of like has his his hand on the gear or he's like just kind of like just like all right. And they barely show like yeah. his Face until like the mm-hmm. end, and mm-hmm. you're hearing the other guys wreck out, or like Max, he's coming yes. your way, bro. You're the, you're the last yeah. line of
0: defense. He's like, the he's right. like, hell yeah, I, am. <laughs> I got this. And yeah. it's like, Well, it, well okay. yeah, it was was funny because he, well, well, <laughs> he was thinking, you know, he was like, uh, You know, what do we got? or you know, asking questions like that, you know, and, and how yeah. bad is it, and stuff like yeah. that. You yeah, yeah, can tell great. that he's a seasoned officer.
2: Yeah, and at first it looked like he yeah. might have been on like his lunch break. He was like just chilling, yes.
0: you know. Yes. And he's
2: like, "Okay, all right, what, what yeah. do we got?" Like, all right. yeah. And I mean, I mean, he just gets Getting into it, and it. yeah, yeah, and and the way that Mel Gibson plays Max, you know, say mm-hmm. what you want about Mel Gibson or his acting, but the way that he portrays max and all of the movies in the you know his at least his portion of the the mad max saga he's ice cold he's determined he's a loving father and husband he runs the gambit of emotion and i think this was a great way to introduce that character because it's just like man he just gets right in it and just you know wreck shop so oh it's a a great scene great scene
0: yeah. yeah, I mean, and it was a lot of great little little things that they did in the stunt work in the chase. Like when the car uh, hits that, um, it's almost like a minivan, and the minivan almost flips spin. like a little bit in the yeah. air. They actually, yeah. Em- yeah, yeah, they actually emptied the van out so it was top heavy. So when it got hit, it could really give it's you the illusion giant. of of hitting it harder, and it was mm. able to spin. You know, little things like that that they did. Which the point I'm trying to bring up, and and then I'll give it to you, Corey Andrew, but the point I was trying to bring up is that it just shows, and we've said it many times, but I'm going to say it again, it just shows that even if you don't have a lot of money, you can still make effective effects. You can still make effective shots in a movie, and George Miller, again, he didn't have a lot of money. They were cutting corners and doing whatever they could, and these stunt men, I mean, they were really going all out. When you see these cars flipping and stuff, that's, you know, it's really happening. And, and, and a lot of what they were doing was legal too. So it's like, this movie was like really a renegade. It was this renegade as Mad Max is, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, once, once we get to the end of the chase and the Knight Rider has that iconic scene where he's about to, um, explode, the car's about to explode and his eyes kind of bug out almost like it's like Looney Tunes it's so iconic but after that Coriander when they show Max with Jesse and his son Sprague at home just kind of chilling out I thought it was really interesting to see the tenderness that Mel Gibson portrayed What did, what did you think of that with yeah. the whole family setting and the way he played that
1: I mean, you could tell that he's a good guy. Who, you know, he's a good cop. He's mm-hmm. a loving father, like you said, and husband, and right. yeah, mm-hmm. it it just shows that you know this poor guy goes through a lot in this movie, right? And you feel yeah. so bad for him because you see how much he loves them and how much she loves mm-hmm. him, and yeah, yeah. it it. it yeah it's just that uh,
0: you feel bad for him. Yeah. Yeah, and when you think of the franchise, it's interesting because obviously things happen, you know, in this movie to change who he is at the core. So Definitely. I thought yeah, and I thought you know, like you said kill, this is a very basic story. It's a very lean and tight script pretty much. Um but George Miller wasn't afraid to show that tender side of Max to kind of, in other words, he's setting you up for where the story is going to go. And I think that was very yep. smart is, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. But right. you kill know, as we get further into the story, what were you thinking okay. about? Obviously the big part of the story is the Knight Rider was chased by Max and killed. Cause he, cause Max is just Max is the shit. Mm-hmm. And then they come upon um johnny and and you know because the, the basically you got toe cutter and the biker gang that come into town to pick up the knight rider's body in the coffin and and by the way you can jump in kill but that whole scene was just crazy because you got a sense of how badass this gang was and how bad yeah, badass toe cutter was without a lot of dialogue and without a lot of violence per se Mm -hmm. what what were you thinking about 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 that scene because it was it was an interesting intro to them yeah i mean you have
2: at least you know 20 25 guys on 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 uh, motorcycles and they roll into Mm -hmm. town like an army and toe cutter is their king and Mm -hmm. you know and once again if this was 20 years more into this future he would be king toe cutter by that time you know mm-hmm. what, what I'm saying? Because we're on that cusp. Right. They don't have kings or rulers like you know Lord you know right. Humongous or something like that or Morton Joe. Because we're right
0: on that mm-hmm. cusp. But Had Toe Cutter lived, he probably would have been.
2: Yeah. And, and and of
0: course, and you, I, well, of course, you said it yourself. You're talking about Morton Joe later on in the series in Fury Road, and it's the same actor. Same actor. Rest in peace, Morton Joe. Yeah. yeah, and he just passed yes. away. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, they, they come yeah. into this little, little town. And once again, you know, it's on the cusp of things. So they still have diners and gas stations mm-hmm. and, you know, motels and, you know, some normalcy. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, they're badass. You know, you don't don't mess with those guys. Don't even look in their direction, right. because that'll set them off even more than what they might do if you're just around like if you're just around they yeah. might mess with you but if you look in their direction or give them any stuff you're toast yes. <laughs> you, well,
0: when, you know and it's funny too and it coriander i'll let you jump in but i just had to do this when toe cutter they're picking up the casket and knight rider you know obviously his body's there and the guy who's kind of in charge of the it's like a train station where the the body came in off the train, <laughs> and the guy who's like I I guess he's in charge or he's just a town guy that knows what's going on or whatever, and he's like, well, there's not a lot of him left, and the gang is kind of like looking around and and um, he said something like uh, uh, he I forgot what he what he said, but Bubba one of the other. You know, gang members said something like, well, they must have left out his heart, you know, basically saying he had a lot of heart because that's the thing with these gang people. They they have to have that bravado. They have to be known as badass because Knight Rider. That's what was his downfall is when he saw that Max was as badass as him. He started to lose his cool a little bit. That's why he started crying right before his his accident. But anyways, the point I'm making is this guy from the town, he's just like talking all this shit. And Toe Cutter, all of a sudden, and Korean, I know you love this part, Toe Cutter just turns around and puts his hands up to the guy's face. And like, <laughs> his name is the Night Rider. And the guy's looking at Toe Cutter like, what? And he's like, remember him when you look at the night sky. And I'm like, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, can, 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 I, can, can I just say something? To look at that actor,
2: to look at how he's dressed, did you really yes. think that the first kind of verbal things that he would say would be something so kind of beautiful and poetic? I, <laughs> I love nice. that because once again, a George Miller, that actor, they're bucking expectations. You know they're he, bucking what you, what you, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're bucking what you think might come out of his mouth. I mean, you had you know Night Rider. You see me, man? I'm a suicide you know, machine. You know he's he's kind of <laughs> off the chain, and he's like yeah, he he's does. he's barking really loud to be seen. Toe Cutter right. don't have to bark. He uh, is the right. king. Yeah, yeah and,
1: and, and yeah, do it again,
2: Coriander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. That was that was good because I was like, ooh. That <laughs>
1: But, I don't uh, think I but, could.
2: but but when you're on the top of the mountain, you don't you have nothing to prove. You don't have to, you know, right. to, to to go crazy like that. You just say say, hey. You know, and it's like, oh, okay, yep. okay.
0: That's exactly <laughs> how he did it too. He right. just he just turned around to the guy, he's like, His name was the Night Rider. Yeah. You remember him when you look up at the night sky. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. All right, Cory I'll let you go. What, what okay. I assume that that's your thought too of Toe Cutter is that he was just like a silent, deadly badass, right?
1: He, it, I mean, this fucking biker gang could like, they could have come from hell honestly. I mean, these guys, <laughs> I mean you've got, you know, you had that couple in the car that were just like, holy shit, look at these guys. Mm-hmm. They just kind of wanted right. to get away and that brought attention to them and good God, look what happened. I mean, Mm-hmm. Rape, and I'm thinking it happened to both parties, both man and mm-hmm. female here.
0: So, right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It. It. Mm-hmm. Oh, these guys just, yeah, they're just a badass, yeah. friggin' biker gang from hell.
0: Yeah. Well, and of course that that's where we get into what I was alluding to a little bit earlier, kind of the meat of this story, because yeah. Max and Goose, we can't forget about Jim Goose. Jim Goose is yeah. badass. I love Jim, yeah, Goose. you know, in this movie uh, played by Steve Bilsley, Bisley. And um, he actually was a roommate um, uh, of Mel Gibson's and actually encouraged Mel Gibson uh, to audition uh, for the role. Um, but anyways, that, we'll talk more about that type of stuff, too. But Jim Goose, the Goose and Max, they go and find the couple um, that were sexually assaulted and they find the woman. And, um, and, but then they find Johnny, Johnny the boy yeah. was like, I don't know, he was like wasted or whatever, and they bring yeah. him into custody. Now, obviously, in our world, it's, it's one and done. He's, he's going to be prosecuted. It's not even going to be a question. In this world, like you said earlier, Kill, they're just trying to hold on to civilization. So there is no, you know, there's not always a sense of, of of bringing people to justice, and or if you yeah, do, man. you know, th- th- there's a lot of fear in this world in the movie. So, bottom line is, Johnny the Boy is let go. They called it no contest because yeah, nobody showed up.
1: That, yes, I can't believe no one showed. You know, these mm-hmm. friggin' people deserve everything they get, and no one mm-hmm. showed. That's crazy. No one man. showed,
0: so they had to let him go, and and Jim Goose went off. I mean, he's he's punching, yep. he's kicking, and and uh, you know, anyways, point being, uh, the gang, you know, Johnny the Boy was like, we know who you are, Bronze. We know who you are, Goose. And basically saying, we're gonna get you back. And so this kind of sets up really, you know, the, the big portion uh, of this movie to the finale. So I'll throw it to you, Kill. First of all, what did you think of that? And then how it affected what was to happen afterwards?
2: Well, you know, it, it's kind of like you, you have a, a police officer or, you know, in this mm-hmm. case, you know, uh, someone who works for the Hall of Justice and they want to mm-hmm. do it the right way. But, right. you know, sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you have to do an immoral thing in a moral world. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and we kind of and, and, and that's just such a prediction of the future because we see mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And, and, and the one thing about this movie is. It's, it's not just a one revenge story. It's mm-hmm. it's like, you know, uh, um, Knight Rider gets oh. killed, and the gang wants revenge against right. Max, which forces mm-hmm. Max then to get revenge against them. So it's like a dual revenge story, and it also mm-hmm. creates damn near a superhero in Mad Max. You know, he, be- he mm-hmm. becomes myth. Mm-hmm. He becomes legend, you know? Right. um. Mm-hmm. and 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 also just it sets him on a path of look i don't have time to do it the right way or judge you or this and that i'm i'm just gonna right. give you i'm gonna give you what you didn't give your 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 victims i'm gonna give you a choice here's a saw mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. here's something that's gonna blow up soon mm-hmm. y- y- it's like watching right. the it's like watching the saw franchise hey live or die it's your choice you know it's yeah. like all right i'm giving you a choice so that's as and that's as fair and equal as i
0: can be i'm giving you a choice
1: right? and, I, you know. and you got to wonder
0: because i know uh and i'm pretty sure i had read before that james Wan was a huge fan of this movie <laughs> and, and you have got to yeah. wonder if if there was inspiration a little bit um you know for saw you know from, I would say from a so. movie like this
1: I would say <laughs> yeah, so man.
0: But, but coriander. But before we get to the choice he gave, so coriander, I'll I'll throw it to you. We see that Max decides that he wants to 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 retire. He wants to spend time with his family, and of course, we have that that wonderful scene in the garage where where you know they're trying to entice him, you know, with the car and, and this and that and. And they're trying to get him to to stay on by saying, you know, here's the car that we we pieced together from. And the guy, the mechanic was like, oh, you know, pieces from here, pieces from there and this and that. Um, but ultimately, it doesn't work. He wants to be with his family and they decide to go uh, on vacation. Now, again, the, this is some more of the tender moments. It's crazy. When you think about Mad Max, you don't think about tender moments. You know what I'm saying? But if you watch the movie, you do get a character arc where there are the tender moments for Max yeah. and his family, you know, for Max and Jesse and Sprague. But anyways, what were you thinking in in that part of the movie? Because they go on vacation, they're up in the middle of nowhere type of thing. And of course we have the wonderful uh, scene, or I should say scary scene, where Jesse comes basically face-to-face with Toe Cutter. And that kind of, that really is the the true you know, this is where it really gets bad. You know, what were yeah, you thinking if, in that part of the story?
1: If she, you know, if she, I think if she acted differently, maybe mm-hmm. it would have turned out a little different. But you yeah, know, she where feisty. she kind of, yeah, she was feisty, and that mm-hmm. I think there made him like, ooh, this girl's going to get hurt her turn now, and yeah, you mm-hmm. just. Mm. Mistake, mistake, honestly, because yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah. that was because yeah, that, that's a it's a heartbreaking scene that's coming up,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and without getting into the specifics of it, obviously, this movie's been around forever, but you know, shit happened, but yeah. kill the other thing too, which was which was super heartbreaking as well. There's a lot of heartbreak in this movie, mm-hmm. but obviously, what happens with Goose because. Yeah. When when Goose was so upset about Johnny the boy walking, you know, from the case, and he said to him, "We know who you are now." And obviously, they do exact revenge on Goose. I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, I was just like, "No!" You know, it's like it's interesting how this movie, as lean as this movie is, I got invested. In, yes. in these characters obviously obviously you get invested with max because he gets the most screen time but i was really invested in goose so when when they do what they did to exact revenge against goose how did you feel what did you think about that
2: you you know it it, it, it sucks i mean there's no other way because I, I i think everyone liked goose too um mm-hmm. but it, it, it once again just shows the circle of violence. Uh, that yes. exist in this world, and the circle of revenge, and you know, they 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 felt slighted by Goose, they felt slighted by Max, mm-hmm. they felt slighted by mm-hmm. uh, um, Jesse, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like man, and 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 like Coriander said, you know how you know she was like feisty or whatever, but it's like mm-hmm. in this world, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. You don't know what yeah. set these guys off, so it's yeah. kind of mm-hmm. like you know. But I, I agree with one thing you also just said, Knight, as far as tender moments in the Mad Max universe. This mm-hmm. movie is the only movie that has, like, those light, tender moments. I mean, you have other ones where, mm-hmm. like, okay, Mad Max, you know, he meets the, the kids and they, they like, mm-hmm. oh, you're you're a colonel so-and-so and this and that, you know, okay. But other than that, it's a harsh, unforgiving like universe that george miller has created and yeah. what i love about this movie is it straddles the line of both tender and like holding on to the last grasp of civilization and then yeah by yeah. by the the the, the 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 i would say the beginning of the fourth quarter of this movie sort so of say when max loses you know certain people in his life uh trying to mm-hmm. try not to give spoilers away you see that that I'm 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 just done. I'm done, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And, yeah. and and it's and it's right. scary. I mean, we talk about like other characters and the bad guys are scary, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can look at Max and say, okay, this guy is is probably you know uh uh, morton joe young and morton joe or Mm -hmm. young lord you you know Um Um, this is how those characters probably began i mean whatever Mm -hmm. villains you can think of any any post-apocalyptic thing you know man this is the origins Mm -hmm. of a possible villain who could just go out into the wasteland and because of his his pure charisma i mean every movie mad mad max he interacts with a community of people, and they're just attracted to his charisma. Or hey, right? You, you, you need to, you need that. Then you need me, you know. this and, right. and 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 it's just like, man, it's something about this guy. Where if he truly wanted to, he could become yeah. a king, a king or an emperor, and do really evil things. But he just right. decided to go, become more of an introvert and a recluse, mm-hmm. and just if you cross right. my path or you fuck with me <laughs> or steal my car i'm gonna get you <laughs> you know right, i just want right. i just want to i just want to live out my time in the waste and i'll come into town right. if i need water or supplies but other than that leave me alone mm. i'm and he's been mourning through all of these movies the loss that yes. happens
0: in this movie yeah you know and, and i think and, and, he also okay. And I th- I think he also, and of course we'll talk about the other movies coming up, I think he also is mourning the loss of his own humanity. Yes. You know, he yes. was yes. like 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 Cory Anderson said earlier,
2: a Max was a, a good family. guy.
0: He was a family guy. Yeah. You know, yeah. he 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 played with his kid. He he was uh loved his wife with his wife. Yep. and he had a buddy, you know, him and Goose, you know, they were boys, you know. Their and chemistry and I think is so good. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think you know when things happen in this movie and then beyond, further in the franchise, I think a big part of it is that he's also mourning that life that he had, that yeah. that humanity, that heart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because he, he obviously changed drastically, like you said, yeah, and like we'll talk about later on. But as we start to end up, coriander, I'll I'll I'll, I'll pose it to you uh, when when we get to the end. Like Killian is alluding to the direction that Max takes and obviously he's exacting his revenge. What, what did you think of that in general? I mean, I mean, he really was borderline villainous. I mean, what were your thoughts on on the finale and what he was doing?
1: Yeah. I mean, to see him change the way he did, I mean, it's incredible, honestly, because like you say, he starts out such a loving devoted dad husband you know right. he's got best friends and yeah and it's mm-hmm. just uh, it's just tragic that it ends up the way it does and right. and I'm glad you know that he was able to at least take care of the problem you know what I mean sure it sucks that right. how things turn out yeah it's just right. yeah it's just such a good movie. <laughs>
0: It really, really is. I mean, this movie, it made $100 million worldwide. It grossed that. And it was the most Mm -hmm. profitable film for 20 years until the Blair Witch Project. So this movie, Mm -hmm. it was amazing. It was banned in New Zealand for five years because it was so violent. But when you think about it, if you watch the movie, so much of the violence was off screen. But the way George shot the movie and the elements that he put forth in front to you and the way that your mind works. Cause, cause even myself, you know, I had a, a gap of time, I don't know, maybe in my mid twenties when I hadn't seen it in a little while. And when I revisited it, I was like, wow, you know, it wasn't as, as in your face as I thought I remembered, but your mind really does a lot of the work is what I'm saying. You know what I mean, kill? And, and I think that that's what makes, I think that's what makes the movie so good. And, and more importantly, I think it's what makes the movie stand the test of time is because your mind can work in, uh, you know, some of those things that George wanted you to think about, you know, and, um, and of course, you know, it's, it's based on the a real oil crisis uh, in, in 1973. George was, again, George was taking some real, real life events, you know, like I said, he worked in a hospital to try to raise the money. He saw a lot of car uh, crashes and, and wrecks and things like that. So he was, you know, a lot of these things added into the rawness of the film, but um, it's a wonderful film. It still holds up. And, um, it, you know, it. it the, the, the sad part, and this will be the last thing I throw to, to both of you or either of you. The sad part about it is, is that, I don't think there'll ever be another movie like this as far as in, the, in this subgenre anyways, because I don't think you can really do better. You know, it had to have the rawness. It had yeah. to be unpolished. You had to have these extras that weren't even actors to kind of give you that realness. You know what I'm saying? Did you ever think about it like that? Either of you guys? Cause, cause, cause that just oh, came yeah. to my mind, you know, it's like, This is a one and done, really, you know?
2: Well, well, yeah, you know, it's funny, you know, another genre, you know, uh, that this movie also kind of reflects. It's a Western. It's a Western with, like, uh, vehicles, you know, and it's it's post-apocalyptic. You know, you you Mm -hmm. have the the lone gunman that's going to, you know, right the wrongs, but he's also kind of a shade of gray himself. He's not necessarily a good guy or a bad guy. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean this this movie, you know it, it, it's a classic, and I agree with you it is. It, you you can't you can't redo it, you can't mm-hmm. try to mimic it. it It is its own genre essentially and yeah. it's it's and it's George Miller. It's George Miller right. and you can't you you can't you know that's why and 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 I think we had said this before talking about this director, George Miller director, George Miller, <laughs> director, George. Right. it's, it's solely been him. It's sort of like Star Wars with George Lucas. It's, it's always mm-hmm. been his hand truly guiding this universe, which is right. very
0: rare, you know, and it's just yeah. great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I guess that's, that's all we got, man. This is just such an awesome movie. Um, mm-hmm. Six, 600 horses of, uh, fuel injected revenge vengeance Ooh. i
1: mean yeah man this is this
0: awesome man yeah. it's crazy but um but anyways uh for you guys watching we appreciate you watching please leave us a comment down in the comment section let us know what you think of this fantastic legendary classic mad max what are some of your favorite scenes or, or, or memories of this movie because there's just so many. We could keep going on and on but we won't do that. But leave us a like that'll really help the video and help us out tremendously. If you're not subscribed to The Night Watch Zone please do so and we really appreciate it. We'll catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are The Night Watch. We are The Night Watch. Peace out. Peace. Peace.